0: the year is 2021 the pandemic it begins to fade the economy has been overrun by a doge and the show seal the show sealer razor flail succubus still fucking exists one rainy night two men to decide to contribute exactly what the world does not need another 40k podcast welcome to the watts hammer watts
1: swinging in with both of these nuts
2: Fuck.
0: And welcome to the very first episode of the Watts Hammer Wodcast. I am your host, JC, and I am joined by my fellow Watts.
1: Shane Watts. Yeah.
0: And we are here to do exactly what we as advertised. We're here to talk about Warhammer.
1: Absolutely unrelated (laughs) Warhammer.
0: Yes. Uh, we are situa- uh, situated in various uh, areas around the Baltimore area, so we are uh, pretty common all around the Mideast Coast in events, uh, some of you may have met us, even though I'm pretty sure the only people who ever listen to this shit are our friends trying to support us. Um, but I guess a quick introduction, I am JC, I am basically an ogren that knows how to play Warhammer. Um and I mostly play salamanders but now they're good so I'm going to probably start playing my admec again.
2: Who are you Shane? That
1: is the question of the ages for sure. But I am indeed a Shane. And uh I did want to point out as I'm introducing myself that you are swapping to admec right as they're going to get good so that's kind of funny. Um uh, I mean, anyway. Yeah. I uh, I also am in the same area, and also people probably know me, and I've been playing Warhammer for way too fucking long, but the good news is I'm still playing, although maybe that's not good news, because Dark Eldar. However, right now, I'm playing Weird Sisters Abomination, because they're supposed to get good soon, too, so maybe. I don't know.
0: It's not weird if you have faith, Jane. It's not weird. I'm not sure that's how that works, but we're gonna go with it. I mean, I don't know, man. I just I'm like halfway through the Gate of Bones right now, and that book basically says you can do some pretty weird shit as long as you believe. It's like it's like very '90s Saturday morning intro, like anime, like Ash Ketchum kind of shit, but with high caliber bolt rifles.
1: Well, I guess the good news is is now they know who we are. Kind of. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so before we get rolling we'll do some shout outs to our local stores um we have a pretty pretty lively uh gaming area uh gaming community in our area um in our close to me we've got critical hit games uh Bel Air games they're both stores that well Bel Air used to run some pretty big events they've moved uh so we haven't gotten to do really anything there and crit runs some um a little bit more laid back events um they've got a really nice store lots of space to paint and play and hang out and model um we've got tables and towers uh it's probably my favorite store to go to it just got opened up uh there's plenty of spaces to play so if you're in the area and you're looking for somewhere to play warhammer definitely check them out uh who else who else am i missing uh
2: titan,
1: hello what was it titan of I mean- course you Titan know.
0: Games and Hobbies. Um, Titan is actually where I first encountered Warhammer for the first time, uh, f- fun enough. I walked in there and I bought some paints and uh, Bought your tactical marines in 2014. And here I am now, giving me crippling debt, thanks to Warhammer. Uh, <laughs> so, thanks, Titan Games and Hobbies. Um, <laughs> there, we've got our stores up north in Delaware. Uh, we've worn the game. Uh, they've got their two locations. They run events that I, Shane and I frequent pretty regularly. And then we've got down south the Your Hobby Place events where we pop up too. Shane, I think you go there a little bit more than I do. We'll yeah,
1: there pretty often. And then down, also down that way is uh, Guild Gaming. They used to run more, but they're starting to kick back off again. You know, Roni and all.
0: And then we'll do... I mean, they're pretty far from us, but I'll do a shout-out to uh, Battlegrounds, George, and the guys down there. They run a really good show. Or Anytime there's a GT, I'm... Uh, I'm there. <laughs> it's not negotiable. I go there.
1: When, um, when Richmond is not too far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so we have a great local stores. Uh, I believe they're just starting up the, like, they're Mid-Atlantic tournament circuit, uh, yep, so true. there's going to be a lot of prize support going on there. We'll probably try to get uh, one of these days, get Davis or Anthony or Chris on there, and they can plug that and talk about that a little bit more, but any of those events, you're more than likely going to see Shane and I at, because Shane can do good and I can run my Salamanders robots and have fun and go two and three and live my life.
1: Your best life.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) As long as Brayath
1: Ashmantle kills something, it's
0: all that matters. (laughs) Um, When speaking of Brayath Ashmantle, I think that's a good lead into uh, So Shane, what have you been up to hobby-wise lately?
1: Uh, Excuse me while I Uh... (laughs) lol. Uh, I have literally done nothing hobby-wise in, in too long at this point. Um, combination of just life and, like, pure, just unabated, not knowing what the fuck to do. Uh, new sister stuff's coming out soon, though, so kind of looking forward to that. So hopefully I'll actually, you know, do something.
0: <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. At least I have a little bit of building
2: to do. Yeah that's cool uh
0: i just moved um so i've been on like a nine month hobby hiatus so i haven't really done a lot of painting or building or anything uh but boy oh boy has that changed um i made the decision uh during covid i guess when you do to you get locked inside for long enough that i wanted to play tyranids uh so i've been slowly buying tyranids which somehow turned into also gene stealer cult um so i've been slowly accumulating them and now that i've settled in and have a like a permanent hobby station, I think, in the last like three weeks, I've built like 70 gaunts, a bunch of gargoyles, bean sealers, a couple high tyrants. My favorite fun fact shame favorite 40k model, a horse specs, the Yoshi, the big Yoshi dude with the shovel claws. Love that guy, dude, <laughs> sweet. And that's my first thing I did with an X-Green kit was not build the x grid I built the higher specs instead. Um, and then in my main attempt to be good and meta i've started building all the admex stuff that i bought but never built uh because all the models that i think are cool seem like they're gonna be kind of good now so hell yes so i built uh some paraxi pretoraxi i don't don't know burbs um i built some burbs with flamers uh so i've got them uh built some electric priests i've got built uh Fifteen of them. I've got actually I'm sitting here looking at uh five more that I need to finish up building. Pull some skatoodles, uh because hello, twenty man blobs, hello. Um <laughs> and uh a Dune Rider because why not? That uh that dude crouching dude on the inside, reloading his gat looks pretty cool. And by gat I mean heavy stubborn because the mechanic on the side does not believe in gats.
1: Um oh, man. It looks like a gat to me. It's fair.
0: And then I bought... Um, I got an Ikea gift card because I was moving and my parents decided to buy me something to buy furniture or something for the new place. And instead, I bought Deltoffs for me to display my Warhammer models in. Uh, so I put all my stuff out that... Things things that I will probably never see play anytime soon out on display so I could look on them and remember the fun times we've had. So as I sit here and stare at my Night Lancer, which I had good times with, and my Night valiant, which I built and painted, and haven't played once. Uh, <laughs> and, and my two repulsor executioners, so I played once, and they both died turn one. All five games of that GT, I brought them in. Uh, so nice. yeah, sometimes, very cool repulsors. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I have been incredibly active hobbying because it's been building up the the urge to play and build stuff and start painting again. I plugged my airbrush in today. It's Memorial Weekend, so I'm gonna turn that sucker on because I've got a bunch of dreadnoughts to paint uh, for upcoming events. And yeah, is
1: um, it is it possible to crank an airbrush up to eleven?
0: I believe the setting is called one hundred and ten psi. My airbrush goes to one hundred.
1: So, so one hundred and ten—that's that's on that's eleven with a couple zeros at the end, right?
0: Sure. <laughs> i just may show up to aco with a servo arm or you know dead <laughs> that's okay
1: if it's you show I up know, dead, that's impressive
0: i mean i'm playing like six models at that event so i'm pretty sure you guys can just lobotomize my corpse and then I'll, be, I'll figure it out <laughs> um yeah um that's what i've been up to and then we recently had uh the maryland open hosted at tables and towers uh so shout out to Don for running that, and Anthony for hosting it. Uh, it was a five-round event. And there, was, there was a lot of people there. How many people were there? Like 120 something?
1: It's uh, like 110, give or take. Let will pull it up real quick. Oh, my God. Where is my brain? I don't know. It's gone. <laughs> what is brain? I don't know. Uh, there was 106
0: people. There because number number 106 was our dear friend, Huna, Joshua Huna. So shout out to you, my pair of smoking boots. May you forever live in my heart. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had five great games, and in a rare turn of event, I played in a tournament by my house where all five rounds were against people I've never played before. So that was kind of cool.
1: I don't know if uh, I believe you right now. That sounds like bullshit.
0: I know. Well, we can review our, uh, we can review our, we're going to, Go through the GT, and I can tell you all these people who I've never encountered before.
1: Prove it to me? Is that what you're saying right now? Excuse me? You, you're going to prove it? Is that, is that, that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> Hello? Nani? Nani? Nani's like my favorite thing. I'm going to probably get a soundboard so with a Nani track on it, so be prepared for that.
1: You're a soundboard. Sure. Fucking got
0: him. Soundboard, you
1: mean bad puns and farts? Yes. <laughs> Uh,
0: <laughs> so the maryland Open, uh round one uh for the first time and probably only time ever i played on stream i got randomly paired onto one of the stream tables uh, and i played against jeff schultz um he's a really nice guy he's actually there with his son which we will re- revisit in a little bit uh jeff was running gray knights, and i should probably talk about the army that i ran at this event so yeah we should probably do that this is i'm, I'm good at this i know how to podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> so I brought Salamanders to this list, to this event. Uh, it was a single Salamanders detachment. Uh, I brought Adrax Agaton because I bring him in every every Salamanders army because he's cool and has a big hammer. And I brought a Primaris lieutenant. Uh, and No Force Orgs I brought a couple uh, company veterans to run around and try to deploy scramblers, which worked horribly this weekend for me. <laughs> um, and uh, my favorite model, who I will be bringing me up to, the Atlantic City Open, Manlet, my company champion, who I upgraded to a chapter champion, I gave him his Blade of Triumph Relic and uh, I gave him the Imperium Sword. Um, so he was... <laughs> so he was his little 70-point uh, murder ball with, you know, seven strength, uh, eight attacks on the charge that were AP3 three and three damage. Uh, so he had himself a pretty good weekend. Um... I ran 15 Infiltrators. Uh, A lesson I learned pretty hard was not to run ever six-man squads of Space Marines. I ran uh, six guard Veterans. I ran a unit of five Assault Centurions, which I'll touch base on a little bit. My Warlord was the Primaris Apothecary. Huge surprise. I ran a Redemptor Dreadnought with all Gat. Full Gat. No Plasma. Full Gat. Uh, A Redemptor Dreadnought. Or uh, a relic contemptor dreadnought. I gave him a cyclone launcher, and some las cannons, and a chain fist with a heavy bolter in it or a heavy Flamer in it. And then I ran a unit of six eradicators with heavy Melted rifles. And I will sit here as I am speaking on the internet, not live, but on the internet eventually. I uh, I was very I was very outspoken against heavy melter rifles. Thought heavy melter rifles were dumb. I didn't like them. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, yep. As it turns out, heavy metal rifles fuck when you uh, have plus one the wound natively, turns two and three.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, shout out to heavy eradicators. I will be using them whenever I run <laughs> Um Yeah, so I played against Jeff. Um, we played on stream. Jeff ran Grey Knights. Um, he had a bunch of characters. He had a baby carriage. He had Drago. He had um, a big 10-man blob paladin, some Terminators. Um, we were both kind of rusty. I take a little bit of a break because I've been getting beat up on pretty bad recently. So it's actually my first game with this list that I decided to bring to a 110 person event. Um, it went pretty well for me. He uh, did while we stand, we fight on his big expensive units, not expecting them to die. Um, and my chapter champion decided to go Super Saiyan that game. Uh, he killed like seven of the Paladins and Terminators. He killed Drago in single combat. Uh, So I got my I got my 70 points back for all five games in that one in that one game. So that was pretty sick. Oh, my Um, God. (laughs) But I got there. I got there. Ninety was it? Ninety to seventy four. Who do you play, Shane?
1: Well, before I talk about who I played, I'll briefly talk about my silly shit as well. Because, you know, as you do, I was playing Sisters of Battle. AKA Adeptus Sororitas. I'll probably always call things by their old names because I played this game for too fucking long. But They're anyway. sisters
0: of battle. They're just. Uh, we're not trying to copyright anything. They're sisters. <laughs> this is not for money. They're sisters of battle.
1: EBGW. Yeah, true. Please don't sell us. We just started. So I had a uh, a battalion of Valorous Heart with 50 battle sister bodies because if you're going to go Valorous Heart, you might as well go deep in fucking bodies. Um. Each of the battle sister squads had a flamer, heavy flamer. I had uh, the obligatory magifier to make them ignore AP two, because that's what she do. Uh, three squads of retributors with multi meltas. Uh, each of them had two extra bodies: one with a simulacrum, one just rocking a, a cherub, or not a cherub. I can't brain, but each squad did have a cherub except for one. Um, <clears throat> then I also had a patrol a bloody rose. Which basically was so I could bring the murder canonist because she's super good, um, and a so, squad with hand flamers.
0: I'm gonna jump in here really quickly uh, because I'm actually kind of ignorant to this. Can you explain to me what a murder canonist is? So
1: murder canonist is what I've been calling her, but she has many names. Uh, I think the popular internet term is Becky. Becky. Uh, yeah, like from the movie because. there's does she, some, Yeah.
0: Does she have good hair?
1: No, she just straight up murders. Oh, no, that's bad. So basically, she is rocking a relic chain sword that is specific to Bloody Rose called Beneficence, and uh, it's basically like the Teeth of Terra, but for sisters. So two. plus one strength, AP two, uh, flat two damage, and gets an extra three attacks because reasons. So you combine that with hitting on twos. And Bloody Rose gives you an extra AP and an extra attack on the charge or war charge. So you're at, like, eight attacks in the first round of combat <laughs> at AP3. And you're, you're the AP's all the time. That doesn't have to be a charge in, in play, just the, the extra attack. But uh, So you're basically rocking eight attacks that are AP3 for flat two damage. And if you run the Sacred Rite for sixes or two hits in melee, You end up with like nine hits average with eight attacks, which is really funny. Um, and then you give her a warlord trait called Righteous Rage, where she rerolls wounds when she charges war charged or heroics and can reroll failed charges, even though I almost never actually roll a charge roll with her because miracle dice. But uh, that means that you have you know nine average hits and then you know. We rerolling wound rolls at strength 4, which you can get plus 1 wound with a stratagem. So basically, she just goes, does that have less than 10 models? I probably killed it. And if it's a character, it's also probably dead, unless it's, like, fucking Mortarian.
2: I dislike that, but that's also cool.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I love it because it's a murder machine, and I like murder machines.
0: Does the internet really call it Becky?
1: Ah, uh, I first saw that term all over like TTS and the TTS meta was Becky. So yes.
2: Fuck yeah.
1: Thanks internet. <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, segue, it's all good. But so Bloody Rose patrol, murder canonist, because like I said, she's my jam. Uh also had a, a Seraphim squad with hand flamers cuz AP1 hand flamers from reserve is really good. <laughs> um Then, uh, in addition to the Murder Canonists, I had seven other characters. Oh my god! That's right. Eight characters. The most characters I've run in all of 9th edition. uh, To include such hits as The Triumph of St. Catherine, because she's super good for sisters if you're running pure. Uh, Celestine, The Imagifier. So basically, the, the big four, including the Murder Canonists. Okay. Plus, since uh, you know I have Valorous Heart and Bloody Rose, I had a Valorous Heart canonist, who basically was just you know buff bot, and the new and improved Palatine, pa- Palatine. I don't know fucking how you say that, but uh, according words...
0: to the books, it's Palatine. So I think you were right.
1: <laughs> anyway, so you had those two, and then I had a preacher because I, you know, not Bloody Rose not getting an extra attack seems real bad, so I was like, I'll bring the Preacher for an extra attack. Oh, yeah, And then rounding out the character bomb is the one and the only Cody is Because High Inquisitor Cody is or Inquisitor Cody is I don't know. He's just super good. I remember
0: when he was like nuts once upon a time.
1: He had a time in like 6th edition where he was like bonkers. I think even 7th edition too. Like it was too. bonkers. But now, now he's okay, but he's still good because I can slap a random psyker into a sister's list because reasons. Oh, ran yeah. A random Psyker rocking a thunder hammer that hits on twos or threes, but re-rolls against chaos. Because fuck chaos. Close. Literally. That is true.
0: There's there's one rule in this well, two rules in this podcast. Number one, no space rules. Number two, fuck chaos. <laughs> we'll make an exception for triplet maybe i'll let triplet come on here once but no no space
1: folks just maybe just maybe <laughs> anywho so my round one was uh against bobby soto who was playing the tyranians That's and he know. had the the vaunted double demon list diametric yeah, just like the that. macaroons. Yeah, macaroons. Yep. Which, uh, if you're not aware, are these giant tyrannid things that are like the size of a fucking house, but somehow can move through walls and, and models, and they murder your face.
0: Basically, I'm pretty sure when we got the updated Imperium, like uh, the Forge World Index, I'm pretty sure they are watching through old vines and they saw the fast as fuck boy, and they just were running writing the rules for the Dab of <laughs> or, the, or the macaroon. So every time I see a uh, see one of them like Naruto running over buildings, that's all I hear in my head. You have no idea how fucking fast I am. Fast as fuck, boy. Fucking
1: got him. Got him. <laughs> uh So yeah, he yeah, had Double Dema, uh, the Swarm Lord, because that helps power Double Dema with the double move. Uh, another Hive Tyrant and like. 10 hive guard. It's what? Like six, it's like a six man and a four man. Um, and a trigon, which I thought was an interesting call, but that was so he could pop up, uh, like 26 uh, devil gaunts on the board wherever he wanted. So he could just pepper something with strength four shots. Cause that's you know. pretty cool. Yeah. It was actually a pretty good list. I was surprised. And I was like, this actually looks scary. Um, but then it turns yeah. out I went first and <laughs> giant bugs that are eighteen wounds and don't get the benefit of obscuring really don't like four multi uh multi meltas that can shoot thirty six inches. Um, so I murdered Edema before I could even like do anything besides show up to the battle. It was unfortunate for it. Uh I like that. yeah, and then his turn one, he basically threw it, uh, the other Dima at me like full speed because it was either try to like literally do nothing with it and have it entirely in his backfield or throw it at me. So he chose the fun option of throw it at me. Unfortunately, it didn't really do much, and then it died because now I have eight multi melters that are in like melter range for this fucking thing. So yeah, it went away real fast. Yeah. <laughs> And it just kind of went that way the whole game where he would throw something at me and I would murder it because it would be close to me.
0: That sounds like when things aren't going for Tyranids, That kind of feels like the the, the way things kind of boil down to them. It is, all right, well, this isn't going the way I hoped, so hold this.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what happened. But uh, yeah, that game... Actually, the score was a lot closer than it sounds but uh, So I, I got 84 points, and he had 74 even with that, which is a pretty respectable loss.
0: Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, that's a pretty close game.
1: But yeah, it was fun. And and I hadn't played Tyranids like almost all of Ninth edition, so that was cool.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking we're going to see a little bit more of them. I'm I'm thinking, I have a hunch this new mission pack might do good for them. But on to round two. Uh, and I played against Matt Laura matt was running buddy uh bloody rose sisters
2: uh, he
0: had a shit ton of zephyrum uh he had i think he had like 20 zephyrum like 20 or like 10 to 15 seraphim he had a bunch of repetia um i was really scared of that army because even though centurions are like the size of minivans uh those little girls with chainsaws I felt was going to be really bad for them and as it turns out I was right Um, so the Repenture didn't really get into him but the uh, what you were describing as a murder candidate now sounds familiar because Matt had his own Becky uh, and Becky got into the Centurions and the Centurions went away pretty quickly Um, my Redemptor Dreadnought kind of went on a spirit quest that game uh, he was just kind of, like, huffing it back and forth, uh, in the midfield, just gadding down random sister squads, so he killed a bunch of Seraphim, uh, he killed, he actually killed, like, most of the Repentia himself, which was pretty hysterical. Huh. Um, nice. And then, yeah, the, <laughs> the stupid Contemptor Dreadnought shot two turns, uh, entirely into a Rhino and didn't kill it, because that's, the, that was the theme of the second half of my day. Nice. Um. So uh, the salamanders got tabled. Um, the game ended with me trying to huff my um, company veterans across the board to get my last scramblers in Matt's deployment zone, but he played it very well. Uh, so I wasn't able to sneak them in there. And he <laughs> wound up uh, charging them with a rhino and keeping them distracted for turns four and five. Uh, so he got there, um, uh, the game was 53 to me, 95 to Matt. It was well played, and that game introduced me to my new favorite thing to do when I'm playing Salamanders, which is yell Vulcan Lives" anytime something weird and not statistical happens. Uh, and I had an absolute blast doing that for the rest of my weekend, so I'm sorry if my, I annoyed my opponents. But uh, I'm actually not Vulcan
2: <laughs>
0: How do I run to Confusion?
1: Uh, so let's see. Round two, I played our uh, our buddy Derek actually, who hasn't played almost all of Ninth Edition. Uh, so he was basically flexing his muscles with uh, his favorite model, Reboot Goleman, w- with actual Ultramarines, which is like a shock because he pretty much always ran Reboot with Knights in Eighth. But uh, he went he went true. Exactly. He went true to the codex and actually brought a bunch of ultramarines which was cool. Um, but he did have updates because you know it is 9th edition so you have to update your stuff a little bit. So he had eradicators, uh three eradicators with help heavy melter rifles which uh I will explain my eternal sadness about that in a moment.
2: <laughs>
1: um he had a 5 man blade guard with an ancient uh he had the obligatory Chief Apothecary, Selfless Healer, because it's super good. Uh, Five-man Plasma and Scepters. He had, obviously, the man, the myth of legend, Roboot, with Tigarius and a Chaplain. And then his uh, troop squads was interesting, because it's literally one, one, and one, where he has one five-man of Heavy Intercessors, one five-man of Infiltrators with the Gauntlet, and uh, one five-man intercessors. Interesting. Yeah,
0: those heavy intercessors are actually pretty annoying.
1: They are. No, they are really that. annoying. Actually, like really annoying. This transhuman and oh. three wounds and T five. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gravis. So hashtag get fucked. So, uh, the mission we played. Actually, really helped him in our game in the fact that it was uh, that search and destroy deployment. Uh, oh, sweeping clear! Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I apologize to the three people who are listening to this. Uh, round two, <laughs> we played sweeping clear, uh, which is yes, the the search and destroy with the center objective that every space marine player becomes erect on, unless he plays against sisters and he's also playing Salamander, So. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I was playing Sisters, and he was playing Ultramarines, and it still worked out for him, but yeah. So he uh, obviously took all the things that made sense, so he took priority targets and oaths, so that way he's double-dipping for that center objective. Um, And then his third was uh, Domination, I think? I'm trying to remember, because again, that makes sense. Five objectives. He's already going to try to hold the middle with everything, so really he just has to hold his home objective and something else. which worked out. Um, So, our game ended up basically becoming a scrum for the middle, which, shocker, uh, you know, when all of his points are there, of course he's going to want to stay there. Uh, It was actually kind of my game to lose, I think, in a way, because of the fact that my list just generally does really well into Sisters, or into um, Space Marines. But uh, I decided to be cheeky, and like, try to kill the edges versus just obliterating everything in the center like I should have tried to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, he can't hold the sides if he's all in the middle, and then I didn't focus on the middle and let him hold the middle. (laughs) So that didn't work out. So his plan went off. My plan did not. Um, And the big thing that I alluded to with those heavy melter rifles was uh, Tigarius made a bold, bold move of advancing into my line, and then casting an all zone, succeeding because <laughs> I didn't get the deny.
2: That brave and, little poster.
1: And then I failed the four-up ignore your power stratagem, so now I have no invulnerable saves on the triumph of Saint Catherine, who has three heavy melter rifles within like eight inches. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> I see where this. Is- play that that casket had five more bodies in it after the his shooting phase. so
0: did you did you play the uh the coffin dance theme song as you picked her off the board
1: i mean he should have or i should have either way but as soon as it happened
0: that's an opportunity miss
1: (laughs) as soon as it happened i knew i knew it was gonna be bad i'm like oh no not like this but it was a really good game, and it was fun playing Derek because it had been, like I said, a long time because he hadn't played all edition. Um, Derek's a great
0: opponent. I've um Derek. I I played a lot of games as he's been getting back into it, and he um for somebody who hasn't played ninth edition, man, let me tell you something. He makes me work for it, and uh, he's a uh, he's actually a member of my crew. So shout out to him for doing the Legion proud. Shout out to the rest of my guys on Legion, and uh, haha, suck it loser, go Legion. Bad face. Um,
1: but yeah uh so he won out uh so i scored 74 points he scored 84 so kind of a a literal flip of my round one which is funny
0: there you go um so round three and i'm sitting here uh like just completely zoning out round three what was the mission from round three was that Uh, was that um i believe that one was search and destroy because we had the two objectives in the middle uh like uh, like close together, and then we had the four objectives spread out wide.
1: Um, yeah, that's it. That's why I think that's yep.
0: we, I'm pretty sure that was the mission. Uh, and boy, oh boy, was this a game for the ages for me. Um, <laughs> so I mentioned at round one, I played against Jeff, who said he was there with his son. Uh, round three, I played against Josh, his son. Um, <laughs> So I got to play, I can say that I played in an a entire 40k household this event, so shout out to the, those guys, they were both great, uh, really well-paid in armies, and they were fun. They are both great opponents, I had a blast, uh, even though, uh, as I've alluded, this game was a smoking dumpster fire for me. Um, Josh ran uh, Forces of the hive Mind. Um, so he had a bunch of, his. he was mostly Gene Stealer called, so he had Magus, he had a Primus, he had a Keller Morph. Um he had three, I think three or four Goliath trucks, which uh when I looked at the list, I was like, all right, cool. Well, I don't know why these are here, but boy boy, I learned why they were there. Um yeah. and then he did a tyranid uh tyranid detachment. It was a zone throat, um a big b- murder blob of thirty uh thirty gaunts with devourers uh Lichter, uh smaller unit of gaunts and a unit of six hive guard. Um, uh, but let's put uh, put an asterisk there. Um this game I I like
2: I think it's really hacky. I don't I don't know to what
0: to blame dice. I think blaming dice is usually pretty weak, but sure. um my yeah, dice can eat hot. ass after this game. Um <laughs> so Josh rolled really hot. Um the the here's the short version of this list is, Josh was really clever. He used his all those goliath trucks that I was raising my eyebrows out to do what sisters players do with repentia and just shooting acolytes out at me with rock saws. and space marines don't like that uh, at all, uh, especially when you take six man units of blade guard and you have to spend two command points to transhuman them and. It's too late. You're already out of command points. Um,
1: Pure. So
0: basically, the the synopsis of this game is turn two, uh, double firing his um, Hive Guard. All five Centurions, all six uh, of the Heavy Eradicators died horribly. Uh, he got off a long charge and got into my Blade Guard, and he wiped them all out. Um and then, also in the beginning of that turn, uh, I thought I had screened him out pretty well. And as it turns out, I had left a Calamorph-sized hole in my deployment zone uh, for the Calamorph to pop up and Yosemite Sam, my apothecary, off the board for extra fill pads. Um,
1: Hashtag yeet.
0: Yeah. So that game was pretty rough. Um, I was kind of kind of a grump after that game. So I apologize to Josh if he ever sees this and listens to this. So. So that's my bad. I usually don't get don't get like that, but it was wild. Um so Josh got 89, I got 50. So the fact that I was able to pull 50 points out of that is still not bad. Um but yikes. Now yeah, that was a that was a big yikes crispies uh for me that game.
1: I distinctly remember you coming over and telling me that you lost a GSC, and then my response was that you had brought great shame upon our I family.
2: Did. Great I shame. Did. Wait. Are we brothers? Uh, uh,
1: no. Yes. No. No.
0: Find out. Tune in next week. Continue listening. <laughs> Maybe you'll get the answer.
1: Uh, all right. My round three. Um, so my round three, I played against Stephen Hartman's Death Guard. Uh, Stephen and I had seen each other at events in the past. Uh, so it was cool getting, uh, being able to catch up with him again. Um, Fortunately for me, almost all of his attacks were AP 1 or worse. So I have, you know, a pile of bodies that ignore AP 1 and 2. And can easily daisy chain to touch terrain, because they're 10 model units. And, uh, yeah, so it was really uphill for him. Because he has all the shooting which his shooting was two Volkite Contemptors with a Tallyman obligatory, because, you know, plus one to hit and the Relic of sixes to hit or two hits. Um, he also had a unit of Death Shroud, uh, Typhus, uh, the biologists, and uh, not quite 40 Poxwalkers. Actually, I think it was more than that. It was two squads of 20 and then like a small squad that he hit in the backfield. But um oh, okay. yeah, so he had that and then a five mana plague marines uh with you know the obligatory flail because plague marines Gosh. um and then he also had a, a knight detachment, which was kind of a, a change up from most of uh, yeah. So he had a rampager with uh the uh coronate target, which is the I turn off your invulns, and then I murder yeah. your face. Um And then two uh, of the Chaos Knight equivalent of Helverin's. So, you know, a bunch of shooting that, again, is only AP1. So his shooting was not great in me, like, at all. I think his entire first shooting phase with both Tempters and uh, both uh, Helverin's killed, like, five Sisters of Battle total. (laughs) Um, wow. the good news is, this is his, wow. is that he went first and actually got a chance to use the Rampager, which he crashed into my line immediately, and thankfully because he had corny target, he killed like six or seven sisters. Wow! But since I layered all my front line with just pure battle sisters, because I have fifty of them, uh, basically he killed like up. Oh, a 10-man of Sisters of Battle, turn 1. And that was like it.
0: Yeah, it's probably not the trade you're looking for.
1: No, because then that that Rampager immediately died to Multimultus from Retributors, Because, you know, that's what they do. That's what they're here for. they, They see big things and they make them go away. But, uh... The funny part was because he did crash the Rampager into my line, I wasn't really able to spread out far enough away from it. So, if it had blown up, it would have been fucking devastating. Um, so, I actually...
0: Nothing like, a, nothing like a 50-50 dice roll to make your butthole pucker.
1: I literally looked away. I was just like, I can't even watch this explosion roll. Because I'm like, if this happens, I'm going to feel so sad.
0: Yeah, but a good night explosion is just good for your soul, so...
1: Yeah. Thankfully, it didn't explode, so that that worked out for me. And then, I basically just ground that game out. Because, you know, he had to move forward to be on objectives because we're on six objectives um, and whatever he moved forward, I killed. So I just held four objectives you know, the middle two and my two and just was like, get fucked. There
2: you go. That sounds like. Yeah. (laughs) There
0: you go. So it looks like you were it was 91 to 51 to you
1: uh 91 to 55 i think but yeah either way something like that 91 to 50 50 something
0: well haha ha, traders
1: yeah uh, i mean you know we did say fuck chaos we did
0: <laughs> number two. um so yeah we went home um at this point i was wanting to i was actually kind of considering dropping so i was i mean that, that hive card thing was because it's super not cash money um but i, I was like eh, whatever i'll go i'll play um and i'm really glad i did because day two is actually a lot of fun um so i mentioned that i had played a household uh day one day two I actually i played a car um so i played uh there's a group a group of gamers that were at, in the area from georgia they traveled all the way from georgia to play in this event um and my first opponent, uh, her name was Patsy, and she ran, she was running some sisters. It was a lit, it was actually a very similar list um to yours, Shane, except she didn't have the triumph. Um, and this was one of probably one of my favorite games of 40k I've ever played. Um so there's with drops and everything. We were on lower table. We kept bouncing back and forth. It was either me or her or um there was a me and her playing, or it was me playing this guy who had brought towel and he had three Sunshark bombers, and I don't know why, but I was really scared of those Sunshark bombers, so I really didn't <laughs> want anything to do with it. Um, so, but we we wound up getting paired, and we jumped right to it because we had already been, you know, chit-chatting and everything before. Um, yeah, this game was a blast. Um, so she had a bunch of Zephrom. Um, she put them in reserves which was really great for me and less great for her because I had a bunch of infiltrators still. I had 15 infiltrators. So they never really got to get charges off that game, which is really hurt her pretty bad. Um, but I just kind of planted... We, planned, um, I think we played Vital Intelligence round four. It was the one where that, it was that stupid line through the center like connecting the two corners of the board and you had four objectives across it. That makes you want to beat your head on the table as you're setting it up because... Okay. YGW. Um, yeah,
1: you know. And those whoop. objectives of yours after you leave them.
0: Um, so, I took the mission secondary that one. I t- took, like, Assassinate and stuff like that. She had, like, her own murder canonist. She had Celestine, uh, preacher. She brought one, another one of my favorite models, uh, Draxas, that new Inquisitor with the dragon, because uh, that model's badass. Um, so, she did, like, Psychic Ritual with her, because uh, I didn't have any anti-psychers. Um, we went back and forth. Uh the game was really bloody, turn one, uh two. I didn't really know it was gonna go on. And uh Celestine pops up uh turn three. Uh she's on my board. Um, she didn't have the miracle dice. Her miracle dice were not good to her this game. Um, compared to like you, where you've I feel like you're always such pulling sixes out of your ass. She really only had like one to twos. Um so Celestine had to roll her charge and she failed.
1: Um sad face.
0: So I was like Priorities target, you know, priority target sighted. This is your time. Uh, so I sent Manlet out on an adventure. Um, Manlet, <laughs> by the way, who I was very excited with after his Grey Knight massacre, died horribly to basic troop units the next two games. So that's why he did not get mentioned. So boo, Excellent. boo Manlet. Um, so I was like, okay, I killed Caldor Drago with Manlet. Let's kill St. Celestine with Manlet. Uh, so I charge him in, He makes his 11 inch charge. You get in. Uh, which ironically enough he had Imperium Sword and I still spent a command point to re-roll that charge. So expert pro gamer move. I'm um, gonna you know,
1: waste and CP, that's the thing. It's okay. Yes.
0: Uh, and boy oh boy, uh Manlit Wift. Um he so he hits on twos uh, and he was wounding on twos in this scenario with uh, because he was strength eight on self, self cell seems She's t four, right?
1: She's t three, bro. Sisters. Okay.
0: Yeah, T3. so he was, so he was hitting on twos, wounding on twos, and because she's a character, uh, Manlet enters extra murder mode and rerolls wounds. And I wounded her, I wounded Celestine twice. Um, and wow. she, yeah. And she passed both saves. So I was like, well, this is unfortunate. Goodbye, Manlet. Bye. Um, Bye. And thanks to Manlet's negative one to hit in combat, Celestine hit him zero times. Uh, so they actually just All kind so of well. hung out. Uh, you know, they they realized that they were both great heroes to the Imperium and probably shouldn't stab each other. Um, <laughs> and then Celestine just kind of ran away um, to go help hold objectives and buff characters, and she eventually got overrun and murdered by Centurions. Um, like this. Which were kind of unsung, were the unsung heroes of the next two, of these two games. Uh, they were a lot of fun. I really wanted to take them to ACO, but I didn't. Um, but, yeah, so um, it went back and forth, and eventually my stuff, the Chief Apothecary, kept bringing Centurions and Eradicators back to life, and uh, I was able to get it, uh, squeeze it out 89 to 53. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to that. Patsy's awesome. I think she said she's moving to this area, so hopefully we'll get to see her at some of our local events, and if you, yeah, she was great. So hopefully she's around and she listens to this.
2: Shout out to you, Patsy. You rock. So, funny segue
1: real quick before i talk about my game she actually happens to be the other half of another u.s army esports team member oh Isn't really that? yep who cool. i met for the first time at this event and immediately confused them because i'm this you know fucking grizzly adams dude walking around in a u.s army jersey
2: so it's yeah that cool. is true <laughs>
1: but uh yeah I think he's uh, potentially getting stationed up here in the near future, so we'll be be gaining both of them, hopefully, which would be cool. Uh, So my round four game, I played against Stephen Henry with his Custo Dreadnought spam, and I had not played Stephen since oh early ninth edition that Your Hobby Place GT that was, like, right before we stepped into, like, terrible COVID times where it was like everybody was getting the shit. But uh he was playing Custods again then and uh I was playing orcs and I did I got smashed. (laughs) So I was looking for some revenge in this game. Uh and I thankfully got it. Um so with Vital Intelligence being the mission and I have a fucking shit ton of bodies that do not like to die. I basically just took all secondaries that were holding the board. So I did uh, Banners, I did uh, Engage, and Vital Intelligence one, which I think is Data Retrieval or some shit. Um, so basically, the uh, if you're not aware, of the way that one works is you have a, a model. It could be any model, which is interesting, because most actions have to be just like an inventory model that's not a character. But uh, any model can start the action on an objective that doesn't have enemies on it. And at the end of your command phase, so you have to last a whole three your turn and your enemy's turn, however many objectives you're holding at the end of your command phase is how many points you score that subsequent turn. And since I was going for holding the board, it worked out because, you know, if I hold three objectives, it's going to score me three points, et cetera. Um, so this is still a pretty good game. Uh, I like Steven. He's a, he's a, he's a cool dude. And uh, I was happy to have my revenge. So basically, he had uh, double Telamon, double Achilles, double Galatus, which, again, if you're not aware, is like two gigantic dreadnoughts that shoot, uh, two semi gigantic dreadnoughts that murder you with a spear, and two that have a sword and shield. And uh, I feel like he had a third dreadnought or a, a seventh dreadnought. I'm forgetting because I thought he had seven, but I don't remember off the top of my head. But uh,
0: yeah, I have he, a. Um, a... Beef and grudge against all Cassidy's Dreadnoughts. I I can't imagine why. Playing (laughs) against nine of them. Uh, So, Craig.
1: Yeah. So, his entire game plan is to be survivable and get up all of my shit. My game plan is to be survivable and just let him be wherever he wants and sit on the objectives. Which is basically how that went. Um, You know, he pushed forward and I just held the middle, basically. Um, I just tried to get wraps off on things that I could like he had a, a shield captain that had pushed it over to like the top corner objective and I just wrapped him up with bodies and just kept holding the objective I didn't even bother rolling attacks because you know it's sisters with yeah. one attack each at strength three attacking a fucking shield captain with a two up save so I was just like yeah this is not even worth my time See, um, you say
0: that, but I've had shield captains die to nervelings, so...
1: I mean, yes, but I just figured it wasn't worth it, so I did. not <laughs> But, uh, I think that the highlight for me was uh, he had the shield dreadnought on the one of the middle objectives, basically, like, in a, a building, and uh, <laughs> I realized that if I used Celestine and the murder cannonists, I could actually trap him in the building <laughs> so uh, both of them charged into that dreadnought and just held it in the building on the objective um, and he really could only kill one because of the number of attacks he gets and the fact that their characters a the four up invulns. so I figured Celestine resurrects on a two up so that was a good shot there and the, I can auto resurrect the canonist with a two CP stratagem. So I was like, "Well, you're going to kill one, and I'm going to stand her back up and still keep you locked in here on this objective." <laughs> uh, and then, unfortunately, he had a really uh, bad uh, spike of of bad rolls on his attacks, so he killed none. Oh, yeah, uh, but it felt real good for me because I was just like big brain move. <laughs>
0: Hey, you get rewarded for your big brain plays, right? Uh,
1: yeah, and then the other thing that was kind of funny is I've got all these retributors with multi melters, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just nuke dreadnoughts left and right. Yeah, it did not work that way at all. Yeah. Um. So I was just like, oh, that's fine. I'll just stick with the initial plan of I'm just going to hold the board. And it worked. It was a pretty fun game. So I ended up cool. with ninety-one points to his fifty-five.
0: And that took us to the very last round. Um... I played against somebody who I'm pretty sure rode up with Patsy, um, or if not, they're from the same game group. Uh, so he was also in town from Georgia. Uh, his name was Matthew James. Uh, he was running Blood Angels. I looked at his list, and I really wanted nothing to do with it. Uh, he had nine multi-melta oh. attack bikes, um, and then a bunch of Sanguinary Guard and Vanguard Vets with Claws and storm Shields. Uh, I was just looked at this list, and I was like, what the hell do I do? What is that? I'm doing this um so i the answer was my best um so i we it was another mission it was we had a it was hammer anvil deployment i don't know i don't know what mission this was I'm, and i've already closed out while i was looking it up so if this ruins your immersion viewers i apologize get over it um <laughs> it was a uh, it was a five uh, i was a another six objective mission um uh, the 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 table, like the deployment uh, objectives were closer together and the midfield objectives were uh, winged out. They were believe, 12 inches away from the uh, the side of the port edge. Uh, I pushed both my dreadnoughts out pretty hard to the left uh, in a hope that he would um, kind of chase them with the attack bikes. Um, I had combat squatted and put into reserves the eradicators and i just kept everything else hiding until time came for them to hop out um he decided he did commit to sending the um all the attack bikes after his um or after my my dreadnoughts uh he killed the redemptor he beat up on the he beat up on the contemptor pretty good but it did survive because i made some involves and he shot his other squad uh, at an infiltrator squad that I was using a moment on to hold the center of the board, uh, I think Transhuman was clutched there on uh, that squad, wound up surviving and scored me. Uh, I think it, the sergeant survived that entire game, except for no, he died only turn five. Um, <laughs> but my turn, my turn two, um, manlet rolled a one on his advances, so he really didn't contribute anything to this game. Um, I brought in the heavy eradicators and I picked up uh, six attack bikes because it d six plus two damage against attack bikes. Oh, yeah,
1: feels so good. oof oof oof.
0: Yeah, it was it <laughs> was um it, it, it that it went pretty well for me. He he charged. Uh, he had a couple of units of blade guard that he charged into my unit of blade guard along with his vanguard vets. Um, my my blade guard decided to finally show up and contribute to a game. They survived. Um uh, and fought back and killed almost everything um strength of the primarch is a really handy stratagem for salamanders the plus one the strength is nice but six of the wound doing double damage when you kind of spike sixes <laughs> they blade guard become murder ma- like murder machines because of the four damage power swords uh feel real good um so that let me kind of push out i held three objectives for most of the game and i just kept shooting them off of the other ones uh with the aggressors because uh aggressors are great they have a lot of shots i mean it's when i with my squad i, I had the squad at five the entire game he'd kill one and i'd always heal back with the prophet um but you know I, I have them stand still or i sp- spend a command point to have them act as they stood still on uh, it's 60 plus 10 d6 hits from flamers um so they murder things i mean and it was kind of nice, I will say uh, the note with the Centarian my thought was I had an extra I had an extra wound. I had about an armor save. and with the just pure amount of daka with the hurricane Bolters, I thought I liked as I like to fall into the trap of spending two command points to max flamer shots when I run things like aggressors or Brayarth Ash mantle who I'll talk about in a little bit uh, just to make sure I get the most out of them. But with the aggressors, I really I didn't do it once the entire event um, oh, that's because so I. Yeah, I just didn't need it. Like uh the 120 hits at strength four on most things, unless it's like Terminators or Mortarion or something like that. Like I don't really need it. because uh, they yeah, they killed they killed clean and good wherever they shot. Um and the the no core kind of sucked. because um, I was expecting to get Ash Mantles or uh, Adraxus plus one until I realized that they moved it to only Quark, which was sad. Um, but the centurions did really great. I think I'm probably going to start using them. Shane let me borrow his, so thank you very much for letting me use those, Shane. That was an you adventure. You um,
1: know, just some I Alpha Legion think, Infiltration. It's okay. <laughs>
0: uh, I think if they see a little bit of a points drop, I'll probably up, start running them in all of my lists. Um, they're kind of really expensive because Raven Guard kind of made them obscene last edition, so I'm hoping I'm hoping GW kind of lets off the brakes a little bit, but um. So I got there 87 to uh, 70. Um, Matthew and I are both exhausted uh, that game, but we had a blast. Well a lot of laughs. I yelled "Vulcan Lives" a lot. Um, and that yeah,
1: that
0: that was it for me. Um, so that put me at three and two. How did your round five go, Shane?
1: Well, so going in round five, I'm three and one at this point, and I'm like, man. I uh, I could go 4 and 1 this could happen and then I see my matchup is Drakari <laughs> And uh and I go ahead and just queue up the hello darkness my old friend. Ah uh, yes sound of silence. Cuz you know it's God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> uh So I played against Nick Tracery um he was running slightly unconventional list and the fact that it had absolutely no liquefiers.
0: Ah, yes. Jokari as they were meant to
1: be. Um I mean it, it it was really like if you think about it it's probably the style of list that it should have been cuz you know Dark demands liquefiers are like mega overtuned right now. But uh yeah, he had a bunch of witches and two squads of incubi and then he had The uh, the court of the archon, fucking like slith silly crap for a while. We stand, we fight because it's just a million wounds that gets an anvil and a feel no pain. So, yeah. Um, the game, so ironically enough, I think you said it was hammer and anvil, but it was not, it was Dawn of War. Um, I
0: get those two mixed up all the time, yeah. uh...
1: I mean, it, you know, whatever, it's fine, (laughs) but anyway, uh. So it was the six objectives, which was good and bad. Um, So I had created this Valorous Heartless with the intent of directly combating uh, Dark Eldar, which so far, out of every game I've played, has not fucking worked at all, Um, which is infinite sadness. But anyway, uh, I basically set up to take a punch every time because i can't dictate the fights because they're faster than me um which kind of worked and i actually got a bunch of points still uh but once we were done with like turn three the game was more or less over like we still had models on the table but it was pretty concluded uh, that he was gonna win because you know dark eldar only gets steam as the game goes because if they make good trades they just get better and power from pain, and all that bullshit. Um, The good news is, is that I, in my boldness, took Assassinate, because he had four characters. <laughs> he had two succubuses, the Archon, and Drazar, and I'm like, well, all three of those, well, three out of four definitely want to fight me. So I was like, so I'm going to take Assassinate, even though it's insane, because they're going to be in transports. And uh it worked out. I actually killed all four. Really? Yes. And apparently I'm the only person that did it all weekend, so that was pretty cool. There you go. Um the the fucking like mega play that happened on my turn two, I wanna say, was uh so Drazar was out of a boat. Um I don't remember why he had Drazar out of the boat. I think he was swapping boats. Um And was in a position that I could get two Seraphim closer to him, or equidistant, I should say, um, versus everything else. So he had, you know, like a Raider nine inches away, and uh, some Mandrakes nine inches away. But also I could get two of my Seraphim within nine inches of Drazar as well. So I've got two Hand Flamer Seraphim that I drop in that just dump on Drazar. And like take half of his health in the shooting or in the movement phase. Cause on the movement phase, they can spend one CP to shoot. And uh, and then the subsequent shooting phase, those seraphim kill Drazar. Hell yeah. So 95 points. Well, actually, 83 points well spent. Cause it <laughs> gave me Drazar and three victory points.
2: Hey, man. It works.
1: Yep. And uh then the the succubi basically would pop up and murder some battle sisters and then die to characters. So like, the first succubus popped up on one side, and I had like almost all my characters over there. So they basically like dogpiled her to murder her. Um, then the other succubi uh, got killed by the murder canonists because I basically had her pop up out of reserve uh, from my deployment, Uh, so that way I could, you know, at least be a little cheeky, but I still had a 9-inch charge, which I didn't roll, because Miracle Dice. Uh, And then uh, the Archon also got murdered by the Murder Cannonist, because that's what she does.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's almost like it's in the name. It's true. Hell yeah, Becky, go for go, girl!
1: <laughs> uh, so I only got seventy nine points, and Nick got ninety. So I lost this one out, and ended up also three and two, and eternally sad because I still have no idea how the fuck to beat Dark Eldar at this point. I just don't.
0: So I have uh, kind of a we can do this briefly because we spent a lot of time going over uh Maryland Open. I actually don't. Ha- I have a lot of issues with Dark Eldar. I actually enjoy the book. I think it's very flavorful. Um, I think it just leaves a lot of opportunities to get optimized, which is where all this feel bad stuff comes from. Um, I don't really have an issue with this. Is going to be like a controversial take with um, the dark tech, the mantle liquefiers. They don't really bother me that much. They're really good, um, and there probably should be some kind of negative for it, but I don't. I don't know. Like. I, I like I think the big my big issue with that book is raiders being like so cheap as they are. But like I think if you made raiders like a hundred points, I think you could leave everything else in that book alone and fix the fucking arena champion or show Steel or razor flails. Or at least clarify it. Good lord. Um,
1: you don't want yeah, competitive edge razor flails with dark lotus toxin getting a potential uh like 42 attacks that are all two damage.
0: No, I don't like that. You you sure? But um, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a big lore guy, so I think read things that I think are cool that fit that I enjoy them, and then the internet is the internet and breaks it, and then everybody hates it. It, it goes away. Um, and but that and that is the cycle of things in 40k. Uh, but feel free to hate me for not hating the the players. I accept your hate.
1: Um, I mean, you know, whatever.
0: But yeah, so yeah, Shane, you finished um you three and two. you had four hundred and nineteen battle points overall, uh, which did put you in twenty fourth place, so sh- good job. top of that's you know top twenty five percent. um I was Yay. three and two as well. um I had three hundred and sixty nine nice points. <laughs> um, you could also say that damn girl, it's fine. Uh, and that put me at forty third place um so i uh, I Don't got well. Into the uh, the three and twos, and uh, yeah, but yeah, I, you know, top five, and with after losing to a list that was primarily Gene Stiller cult, that was a, a pretty good turnaround for me. Um,
1: yeah, I'm glad that you restored our honor with your uh, your day two two wins.
0: I did, I did. I brought honor to my family. Question mark. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it was a whole lot of fun. I'm really glad I went. Uh, shout out to Don uh, for running that event it was everything went really smoothly i don't think there's any issues no drama there was no if there was i didn't pay attention to it um the streams all went really well um and obviously the, the location tables and towers it's gorgeous setup uh a friend of a good friend of both of ours anthony births opens the store and hosted it um and it was for Honestly, it didn't feel like there's 100 people in there. Uh there's, so it was a big store, a lot of space. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it felt like a professionally run event. I mean, like they had like a command center and they had a whole bunch of different raffles and stuff. It was like almost like a mini Nova and it almost felt like
1: Yeah, the fact that there was an actual stream team, I had no idea that was going to even happen. Yeah, back? I told
0: I told Don, honestly, I really would like to like commentate 40k. So I told him I'd be willing to do it next year. If that means I don't get to play, which would suck, but um, it's always something I wanted to try once. So maybe I, I might might continue to ride him and see if he lets me to do it next year. But <laughs> yeah, that's um that's a wrap on there. Um, fantastic event! Uh, it was a great warm up for playing at a big event post quarantine, um, and it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable with ACO coming up, which I'm also very excited for. Um, but yeah, um, speaking of things that I can't take to ACO, uh, Admec have their new book. Uh, it, it is currently, well, actually, now it is technically the 29th, so Ad- Admec technically have released two minutes ago. Um, so they have a new book out, which I was very Fantastic. upset I couldn't take to ACO. Um, but uh, it looks awesome. I, I, you know, there's leaks and rumors and everything that are out there right now. Um, so you know, I'll, I'll believe it all once I actually have the book in my hands, but this book looks like a lot of fun. Um, I've always felt like Skitari should be able to be taken in big units and it looks like that may be the case now. Um, and a lot of the models that I've always wanted to buy because I thought they looked sick, uh, i.e. the, the flame of burbs, uh, it seemed like they might actually have some play. Um, yeah, and um, I like those bombers. Uh, they make people feel bad, uh, and I like that. And <laughs> it, looks like I get, it looks like I get to continue doing that. If I continue doing that, I mean, start to do that because I'm pricking up my very first bomber tomorrow. Um, but yeah. Do you have any uh, any, any takes on uh, the new AdMech book?
1: I think the new AdMech book is just funny as fuck. Like, It's really weird.
2: Like, It's very unique.
1: I'm glad that they turned an army that was already kind of its own thing into, like, a more flavorful version. It really really felt like the rules, or at least what's been leaked, is that it's, like, new and unique. And unique is always cool when it comes to, like, an army.
0: I both like and hate that allegedly we're going to be the first book without core troop choices.
1: Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see if the Cataphrons end up with core or not. But, I um,
0: yeah. I have, uh, I'm have. a big fan of DakaBots, so we we know from leaks that um, Wrath of Mars kind of got sent to the farm. It finally got capped at six mortal wounds, which is quite frankly fine, because now I'll feel less dumb for only running two or three and robots at a unit if I do decide to run Mars.
1: I mean, um, six mortals as the cap seems like, high, because you have yeah. 36 wounds to get six sixes, so... And I've got,
0: yeah, seeing as that they decided to put a cap on three, uh, of three mortal wounds on my Salamander's fire shadow them, uh, yeah, I guess you're right.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. they were generous with that. Like, it definitely can't go nearly as insane as it used to, because I, I certainly remember Rathamar's mortal wounds like, killing, like, Fucking like four custo jet bikes in like eighth edition at some point. Oh yeah. But, uh, at least it's still pretty good with six six mortals cap. Pretty good. In general, I'm excited to see the new admex stuff. I think it looks good. I think some things are nerfed, some things are buffed. I think overall it'll still be a really strong book.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, hopefully by the time we when the, we get a chance to come back on here. And do this again. I'll have my book, and we we can talk about it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, but and speaking of things that we'll be probably talking about the next time we're here, um, Frontline Gaming is doing their very first uh, big event on the East Coast. Uh, it is two weeks from now, uh, the Atlantic City Open. Uh, I'm really excited for this. Um, being without Nova for the last few years has been a real kick in the nads. Nova was like my favorite thing in the world. Uh, I was like my vacation for nerds. Uh, So, being able to go up here, uh, go up to Atlantic City. um, Hopefully, I'll come back with a couple wins and a sick haircut and maybe a cameo on the Jersey Shore. (laughs) But um, yeah, I I was going to run Admech. I had a list written up. I was going to run 10 Castle and Robots too and uh, play that See You Again song from Fast and Furious Again 7 every time I say I use Wrath of Mars. But uh, I decided not to because, eh. Um, I'm running salamanders. Um, uh, so I figure we can kind of go over what we're gonna run that weekend and we can make some some bold predictions on how we're gonna do. okay um, So I am running salamanders like I always do. I'm bringing a single battalion detachment. I am running Adrax agaton so my my everybody's favorite flavor hand, my boy. I'm running Brath Ashmansell, which is my favorite model um and he's a model i identify with on spiritual level he's an iron cloud dreadnought strength tough to seven uh eight, eight wounds. uh he's a two up five up uh, he's a five up feeling of pain he's got the dreadnought negative one damage uh he's got seven attacks that are strength 14 ap3 four damage of combat and he's got two strength six ap2 two, two damage heavy flamers uh so in short uh, Brett Ashmantel fucks. Um, <laughs> he's an HQ choice, so he will be one of those. Uh, and then I'm taking a primary second marine who is actually my warlord. Um, so he's a master of the forge. I took him right, gave him rights of war because he's going to have some uh, core friends with him to make objective secured. Um, so that'll be fun. I'm running ten, five assault intercessors, ten infiltrators. And then the meat. Uh, I'm running three Redemptor Dreadnoughts, uh, all with Icarus rocket pods, uh, two macro plasma incinerators, and one heavy onslaught gatling cannon because models, and so that's what I own. And then I'm running three relic contemptor Dreadnoughts, uh, with both with all three with twin Volkite Calburns and a Cyclone Missile Launcher. Uh so I'm gonna have Senior Tech Marine running around with seven dreadnoughts that are going to be objective secured thanks to here the chapter, and they're going to kind of just chill and power wash anything that gets close prob- and probably just lose to Dark Eldar.
1: <laughs> so how many uh, double volkai Contemptor dreadnoughts do you think are going to be at Atlantic City?
2: Oh my god. Um,
0: that's a fun... Well, we're going to a gambling town. Do you want to make a bet?
1: Uh, so I have a rule that I never make a bet. Unless I already know its outcome, so now
0: you're probably smarter <laughs> than I am. Um, I'm gonna say there's gonna probably be at least fifty.
1: Uh, I, I think it's probably gonna be more than that. Really? I think, I think there might even be fifty players that bring vulcan kind of contemptors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't even realize they were good until I looked at all the lists. And I'm like, what the what the hell is this? Why is everybody running these contemptor drenas? Right I haven't even played against them before. I don't really know what the strategy, is or strategy with him is. I'm just going to fucking shoot guns and pray to God I roll sixes. Uh, Big thing that's the, the Lord's way of playing 40k.
1: Is that uh, it is the, the highest concentration of Volkite shots in a single model. That's, I think, is yeah. part of what has made it popular in addition to it being fairly cheap points-wise.
0: Yeah, it's uh, 175 uh, with the Cyclone Missile Launcher. So it's not bad. And they have invulns, so... And they're negative on damage, so yeah, I think it's going to be kind of cool. I'm excited. I'm um, hopefully I can, you know, fuck some raiders because fuck those things.
1: Yeah, the volkite is like the perfect profile to actually put the hurt on a raider, so it should be good at that as long as you can actually see the fucking raiders, of course, being Truth. the problem.
2: What are you running, Shane?
1: So I, I'm gonna actually start with a little, a little mini rant about. ACO, and it's nothing against the Atlantic City Open or anything in general. It's just kind of the meta. Uh, I actually was really debating not even going. Um, Really? Yeah, the the Dark Eldar Oppression, or however Mm -hmm. you want to term it, has honestly, like, just made it not very fun for me. Um, Knowing that I'm going to show up and just basically lose to a list as long as my opponent doesn't make massive mistakes... It's just not a feel good feeling, um, so I was uh, I was really down about it. Um, but uh, since I spent none of the money and tried to take time off work, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just gonna go full insanity and create the weirdest, craziest list I possibly can. Um, so after seeing some results and talking to some people, uh, I found out that the Telemon Dreadnought—that's the giant dreadnought from Custodes—is tough eight. With a four up involve and two up armor and a six up feel no pain, <laughs> that is minus one damage because it's a dreadnought. Uh is really good against Dark Eldar. So I initially was just gonna go pure custodes because I was like, well, if I bring three Telemon dreadnoughts, I can try Cheeky while we stand, because Telemon dreadnoughts are hard to kill. Um but the more I was like crafting lists, the more I realized that I wasn't going to be able to source all the models because since it's ACO, all of your models are supposed to be like themed in their paint scheme. So if I had like, you know, one telamon is red and the other telamon's fucking gold and the third telamon's black, like technically yeah. that's not right. So I was like, fuck me. So uh basically coming up with the list uh was what I could source, model-wise, combined with what would work. So I ended up with the Triple Telamon still, because that's kind of the core of the idea. Um, Two Galatus Dreadnoughts, it's a Sword and Shield Dreadnoughts, like I was talking about before, uh, because they're basically the same points, they're a little bit more, but they're the same points as like uh, Sword and Shield Custodes. Um, But since it's one model, and it's a Dreadnought, they're kind of better in that way, because they're Higher toughness, a little harder to kill. uh, A little uh, smaller on the profile, like footprint, so they can kind of get around. Uh, They're not infantry, so obviously there's downsides. And they're not obsec, like Custodian Guard are. But, uh, I don't know, I thought they'd be good. So it did that. Uh, Trajan is leading up that spearhead detachment. As well as a three-man of Custode's Birdmen, otherwise known as Venatari. because they have these sweet, sweet 18-inch range pistols that sixes to hit are two hits, strength six minus two, two damage, um, and they're two shots each. And there's a one CP stratagem to double the amount of shots a pistol or rapid fire weapon takes, so effectively they could be four shots each. And their jump unit, that's infantry, so they can you know come from reserve. And uh, I did the math, and on average, if they shoot uh, double shots, they kill a raider.
2: You're funny,
0: relying on math.
1: I mean, you know, I know how dice work, which means nothing I ever plan is going to work. But, you know.
0: (laughs) Cries and and dead Centurion.
1: Yeah. So I mentioned that I wasn't running pure custodes. uh, So next to that custode detachment is my favorite thing to run in the game, which is Bloody Rose Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, so patrol of bloody rose sisters with the murder cannonist because she's literally my favorite model of the game right now. Thank you, um, with the
0: good Harris, coming to ACO, good talk yep. to the manager.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, five battle sisters because I have to in a patrol. Um, and then two squads of seraphim with hand flamers. So, wow, figured, that's a lot. yeah, so you, I've got the, the bully of the custode dreadnoughts. I have the clearing of the Bloody Rose sisters. Um, and then also I snuck in Cody's because Cody is a super good. Um, and a Gemini, which is the bodyguard uh, jump pack unit for Celestine. You can just, you can just bring them without her. Um, and the reason why is she's only 18 points and a jump unit. Oh. So she's really good for random secondary scoring cuz she's 18 points and if you devote time to killing 18 points I don't really give a shit. That's so wow. it's some crazy shit and I literally have never played the list because I literally just made it for ACO and you know how that works when you, you know, make a brand new list for a major, uh you show up and you immediately lose. You get so, table by Gene Call My prediction is to show up and immediately lose cuz that's that's what's going to happen. But uh, I am going to try and get a practice game. And I do have an RTT uh, the week before, which I think you're going to as well, right? The Born to Game. You're, uh,
0: the the uh, Born to Game.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Sick. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, so cool. We'll get to test our games. I kind of like that our lists have the kind of the same thing going, where it's uh, a fuck ton of dreadnoughts, um, models that we enjoy, and then our little murder characters. So you've got Becky. I've got Manlet. Um, so that should be fun. I'm curious to see who's uh, whose little angry, angry murder bot can murder about the most.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so I am playing. Did you sign up for the RTT on Sunday?
1: I didn't even. Oh, for the ACO? Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't even know they were doing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, there's still tickets for it. Um, I did sign up for it. It's so it's the way ACO is doing it. I think there's three games on Friday, three games on Saturday, and then only the top X players are going to play on Sunday. So they're doing an RTT on Sunday, so you can play nine games that weekend if you want to. Um, I signed up for it because I hate myself. Um, I, I'm thinking I'm going to probably go two and four, maybe three and three. My goal is to. So, what I would like to see myself do is go three and three at ACO. My my expectation is probably to be two and four, and stretch goal would obviously be to like go fight four and two, Um, and then maybe probably hopefully two and one at that RTT on Sunday.
2: Uh, So I go positive for the weekend.
1: Yeah, I uh, I would love to show up and do really well and murder all the Dracari. Whether or not that happens, I, I have no fucking idea.
0: I want that for you very badly. It's not going to happen for me, but uh, I will. I, I genuinely hope that you finally get to beat Dark Eldar, so you can you can feel like you got your money's worth out of it.
1: It's really all I want in life.
0: <laughs> well, perfect. Well, uh, the next time you guys should hear from us, we'll be recapping recapping our adventures and shenanigans at uh, ACO. Um, I'll be up there with my boys from uh, from Legion, um, but I'm sure Shane will Shane and I will probably get together and troll people and make fun of Space Wolf players. Um
1: roll people and make fun of Space Wolf players. We would never
0: it's a day that ends in life Um <laughs> there's a couple people from around the place that I'm gonna try to get up with, maybe even see if I get pick up games with um from all over. Uh so I'm gonna try to make a make it a big 40k filled endeavor even though I'm gonna be miserable come Monday. Um yeah, it should be a good time. I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking forward to hanging out and playing Warhammer. That hopefully is fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Because uh, that's, you know, the fun game. Third dice, play toys, scream Vulcan lives, make fun of Space <laughs> players. Have fun. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that about wraps everything that I had up. Um, do you have anything for our, uh, our three listeners before we wrap up for the night, Shane?
1: Um, I love you.
0: Oh, I love them too. (laughs) Unless it's Sean Joy. I hate you, Sean. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, thank you guys listening to the, uh, the introductory episode of the Watts Hammer Watts cast. I'm JC.
1: And I'm that other guy. this name Shane, I guess.
0: The better Watts. Uh, thank you very much. We'll catch you next time. Bye.